Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1376 live in person at the Rabobank Center in um, in hell itself. Um, what is uh, uh, Bakersfield, California? Uh, this is the last wrestling show on my trip, my week and a half early. It's a nine day trip. Um, yeah, that's like, that's almost a week and a half. That counts, I think. But, um, yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun at this show. I was just there by myself. Um, didn't really, didn't talk to the people on either side of me at all. Cause there's, uh, like, there's a lot of families at this show. Um, like some, some shows it, it's packed with, or at least it seems like it's packed with like hardcore wrestling fans that are getting all drunk and all that kind of thing. And then other times, which was like last night at Hell in a Cell. And then other times it seems like it's mostly families. Um, so like, uh, you know, you get, get like groups of f- four or five and more often than not, that's that used to be on SmackDown because SmackDown would have the cheapest tickets, but I, I feel like SmackDown will have the more expensive tickets from now on. But, um, even though it's a, even though it's less show, it's less show. and if they don't have 205 live in there then it's even less show than raw it's like it's like almost half as much as you get at raw because you have main events and then 3 hours of stuff anyway 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 i really like this show and I had a lot of fun. Um, just some quick notes. Uh, crowd seemed really into it as far as i could tell there were a couple of times people in one specific section and that's the section all of the the drunk hardcore fans were in it seemed like um trying to start some AEW chants also some cm punk chants but they did not gain widespread traction there was some booing during the recap of uh the universal championship match and uh seth rollins did not appear in person and i think that makes sense because he was he was he was killed he was coughing up blood he should be in a hospital or at least in bed recovering from that but um anyway uh some of my notes through on main event this week's episode of main event we had two matches the revival versus kurt, kurt hawkins and zach Ryder. um the revival won that match and um it was pretty fun it was a pretty fun match um then we had cedric alexander versus cesaro um cedric won that match or i think cedric yeah cedric won that match um and then jumping forward we also had cedric or uh, we also had cesaro in the dark main event so that's pretty cool i have cesaro bookend the show but um not completely bookend it because um there's a match before that on main event but anyway uh we open up the night with randy orton versus rusev which is interrupted by uh bobby lashley um on the video big video screen um in rusev's bedroom and then in his bed and then in lana (laughs) i (coughs) (coughs) excuse me that was probably super loud i'm sorry about that um i just have the the cough is i still have gunk in my lungs um and the cough is lingering but i'm on the i'm on the the down slope towards recovery upslope towards recovery this person is driving right into chains oh i guess that's allowed because the chain was undone 
it's the same chain in the previous episode that I, I had noticed a, a, a kid has struggling with it, trying to do, trying to go under it when it's a very low-hanging chain. Anyway, and then the rest of his family were clearly trying to step over it, and then he was lifting it up into their legs. Anyway, I did not go into that much detail about it, but um, those guys totally missed that the chain was down. I could get out of here, I can't, but there would be complete, absolutely no cars if I finish this episode first, which I am going to do, because um, I'm only on the first segment. I, I regretted that. No, I'm proud. I, I like that joke. He, he was in his bedroom, in his bed, and in, yeah, I think, I think it's a pretty good joke. Or the worst joke. If you're, if, it's either the best or the worst joke that's on this episode. Um, we then had Natalia versus Lacey Evans in a last woman standing match, and I liked this match a lot. Um, we got the utilization of the new set um, with that curved screen. I knew at some point we're getting people thrown into it, and then they will slide down um, the, the screen, and that happened twice, and I loved it both times. But Natalia pulled out the win after uh, sending Lacey into, um, off of the stage into a, into a table and a bunch of stuff. Um, so that, that was good for Natalia. She was getting really beat up. She was losing handily in the entire match. Like there were, there were about 10 instances of 10 counts, near 10 counts. And, uh, but she was, she was able to pull out just enough. I mean, that's all that matters. If you can pull out the win, that's all you have to do, right? Survive long enough to win. Um, so maybe, uh, Lacey got just tired out from beating up Natalia so much. Um, they went Alistair Black, uh, an awesome promo backstage. It says, uh, somebody come pick a fate with me. And then, uh, he comes back after the next match, says, I've seen how this plays out. I'm going to be waiting here for a while. I'm going to come out there and see who wants to pick a fight. Um, but before that, we had Viking Raiders versus Dolph and Rude. Um, Dolph and Ziggler. Dolph and... Robert, Robert and Rude, Robert and Dolph, Do, Do, Dolph and Rob, Dobber, Dobber, from Coach, versus the Viking Raiders. Um, oh, a collision is about to happen. I think people are just going willy nilly all over the place. Um, anyway, the Viking Raiders won that match, and so I have to assume, not having heard commentary, that that puts them in contention for because it was a non-title match. Um, that they've, they've got to be challenging for the titles soon. Next week? The week, the week after that? The week after that? Soon, I, I assume. Soon, I assume. Um, so Alistair comes out, or no, Alistair doesn't come out. The, the, he, he's, he says he's going to come out, and then the Bollywood boys come out, the Singh Brothers repackaged as their original, uh, their original Bollywood boys music. I don't know if it was the original music, but... I, I was pretty excited for it. They are challenging Alistair Black, which is a foolish, foolish thing. I'm sure they thought, oh, there's two of us, we can take him down. Uh, nope. Nope. Alistair accepts the challenge and murders the both of them and wins, of course. They both get hit by the Black Mass after a couple of other moves, and it's pretty great. Um, then we had Rey Mysterio backstage. There's probably some backstage segments that I skipped or I forgot to, to write stuff down. There are a few uh, a few times throughout the show is like, oh yeah, I didn't write down the last like five things that happened, and then I maybe only wrote down the last one or two things. So I'm sure I skipped I missed something at some point. 
Um, there were there were interviews with Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman um, at certain points throughout the show, building up to the main event segment. Um, well, we'll get to that. But uh, Rey Mysterio is uh, talking about how I mean, he's in the hospital and uh, that uh, Dominic's um, godfather appeared, and his godfather is Cain Velasquez. So that's why he's involved. And there we go. Kane hype. That's all I wrote. Ray backstage, Kane hype. Um, then we had Lucha House Party versus the OC. Uh, there's one, mo- the best moment of this match, I thought, was uh, Lucha House Party doing a triple moonsault off of the same corner to the outside. That was super awesome. But um, I think the OC won that match. And then uh, AJ Styles had them... Oh, yeah, he won it with the uh, Phenomenal Forearm. And then uh, they delivered a, a, a magic killer to one of the other guys. And then the third guy, uh, AJ Styles... I forget who who is who is who that they were delivering these moves to. But um, um, the third member, they all got a finisher from them. Um, uh, Gallows and Anderson uh, lifted, uh, lifted him up into uh, AJ's grasp grasp in the corner so he could deliver a super styles clash so yeah that was that was a pretty fun thing i think then we had miss tv with becky and charlotte's the kind of the back and forth that you'd expect between them becky bragging and charlotte also bragging them anti-bragging about each other you know how it goes i guess that would be insulting that's anti-bragging right to another person bragging about another person or complimenting. That would be anti-compliment. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this led to, uh, this interview was interrupted by Kubiki Warriors, who came out, um, said a bunch of stuff in in Japanese, and I thought that was amazing. I don't know what they said. I don't understand uh, Japanese. I wish I did, but um, it was, I thought it was still awesome anyway, and uh, Becky challenges, says, all right, let's do this. So they, they storm the ring, and then we cut to commercial as there because all the Miz TV stuff is still out there. So we come back, it's uh Miz TV stuff is taken away, uh regular ring time, and um Becky and Charlotte face Kabuki Warriors, a tag team match. There's a champion champions showcase. It is not for the championships, any of the championships. Um yeah, I really like this match. Um I don't remember specifics from it, uh other than Kyrie uh, is is awesome evil. I really like uh, her look, at least from what I could see from the distance I was. Um, you know, it's and I was hopeful because when they first came out, they only played enough of the song that only Oscar's song played. But then when they won, skipping ahead, when they won, um, the the cutting back and forth version of their music played. And then I was a little bit disappointed in that. But I was not disappointed in anything else because Oscar uh, used the green mist on Becky so they could get the win yet again. And uh, and, and, and then as they're celebrating their victory, uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa come out and attack the Kabuki Warriors. So they are not taking that loss lightly. Um, so I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that to get uh, see if they get a rematch. Um, that'll be really fun. Um, then we had Ricochet versus Apollo Crews. Uh, Ricochet won that match. Um, I forget how he won. 
but it was good. It was it was it was good. Uh, lots of avoiding each other's flips and stuff because they're they know each other really well. They're like uh, talking about how they're 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 like best friends and stuff. So yeah, that was a fun match. And then we had Tyson Fury come out uh, to talk to Braun Strowman. And uh, Tyson demanded an apology, and, and Braun was like, I was just messing around, and then you look like you want to fight, so I gave you a gift from Dolph Ziggler, blah, 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 get these hands. And then Tyson Fury says, well, you're going to get these hands. And that's not his voice at all. I'm sick, okay? <coughs> I have a sore throat and a cough and stuffy sinuses. My Tyson Fury <laughs> imitation has not been honed yet. Um, I've only heard him speak for about 30 seconds total, and I don't remember it at all. Uh, and I don't remember specific things he said. But anyway, I, the crowd was really into this. I was really into this. Um, security, well, they end up, like, you know, butting heads. Not literally, by going nose to nose. Not quite literally. And then, uh, so security storms in there, break them up, and uh, you know, all the pull-apart stuff. They do, they do kind of a lot, but then, uh, you know, the lower-tier superstars came out to hold them apart once the the security, all the security guards got punched, got those hands. Um, and, uh, and then uh, after, Braun Strowman leaves completely, um, which leads to, uh, Cesaro is just the only one left in the ring. Um, I like that Braun came back out at, like after like in the he cut his interview backstage short to come back out. I thought that was great, but um, uh, Cesaro is left there in the ring with Tyson. He was like kind of like holding him back, like calm down or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell exactly what he was saying, but um, Tyson knocks him down and gets the heck out of. <laughs> That that sounds like he ran away. Uh, he, he stands tall as he as he exits the arena, and then Cesaro, having been knocked silly, challenges the Miz because the Miz is dressed in his ring gear, and so uh, we get the Miz versus Cesaro, which is a pretty fun couple of minutes match that was interrupted. Oh, and before the match, um, the Miz made fun of Cesaro's pants, his capri pants, and I really enjoyed that. Because I've I've also been making fun of Cesaro's pants, but uh, <coughs> the match is interrupted by the fiend who uh, murders Cesaro. So yeah, that's that was everything that happened at Raw. Um, nothing really notable about traveling here. Um, like I said, I had, this morning I finished watching um, Hell in a Cell, the, the broadcast version with Ricky. Um, and then we watched the, the Goldberg Chronicle, um, and the Goldberg Chronicle, I didn't mention, the, talk anything about that, because I had to get into the show, but, um, the Goldberg, Goldberg Chronicle was pretty good, um, but, uh, like I, I briefly mentioned, it kind of cut short, because there's only, like, a minute of more stuff after the actual match at SummerSlam happens, and then it was like, yeah, that was good, that was cool, and then the ends, copyright screen, <laughs> that kind of thing. But um, it's worth checking out. I think it's only like 20 minutes or something like that. Um, and there's uh, a moment in there with Matt Riddle that's pretty funny. And uh, I hope that, that something comes of that because they put, it, they put it in there. They didn't put very much interaction with him and other people. I mean, they did, but nothing like that. So, yeah, check it out. It's pretty good. 
And uh, yeah, driving here, it wasn't too bad. Traffic wasn't bad. Uh, there was a guy who kept like getting really close behind me on a one lane in each direction. It was a two lane highway. And, you know, just one lane in each direction. And he was just right up on my butt. I'm like, dude, this isn't helping you at all. Like, even if you want to pass me when you can, you can't accelerate when you're right behind me. If you want to pass somebody, like, give yourself some room so you can accelerate while you're still in your lane and then pop out, go around, pop back in. There you go. Don't tailgate people. Like, it's not helping you because there's a semi-truck in front of us. I can't go faster than that semi-truck. I'm not going to try to go faster than that semi-truck because I will run into that semi-truck. And there's another car in between me and them. They're not trying to do that. So, like, just cool it. Cool it. You got there at the same time that you would have if you just kept 20 feet away from me instead of three feet away from It's so annoying. So annoying. Don't do that. Don't get right up close to people on the highway when there's only, especially when there's only one lane. No, just never do it. Just leave yourself a couple of car lengths in advice. When you're, when you're traveling above 30 miles per hour, leave space between, between you and the car in front of you. That way, if something happens, you can break. Use the, there's, there's like a, 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 like a simple guide that you can follow. I don't know the specifics, but I feel like the only time where it's appropriate to be less than 10 feet from the person in front of you is when you have, uh, pulled up to a stop at a stoplight or like traffic is at a standstill. Then yes, you're not moving. Close up that space. When you start moving in, let that space open up a little bit gradually gradually don't like wait until there are two cars ahead of you to start going but you know what i mean anyway be better drivers everybody um so yeah yeah the the drive out here wasn't that bad um i've got about a two hour drive to barstow um where i'll be sleeping um in a hotel <laughs> not just just random just somewhere on the street in barstow um because it's halfway between bakersfield bakerston bakerfall Baker Folk, Baker Flip Flop, uh, Becky's Field. Why did Becky say this is Becky's Field? She's the only one that mentioned the, the town's name, and she didn't make it into her name, because I think people would have enjoyed that. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, because I fly back out of Las Vegas tomorrow, uh, so that's uh, a half, a good halfway point, so I don't have to drive either four hours tonight or four hours tomorrow. It's just two hours tonight, two hours tomorrow. And then, and then uh, go enjoy Las Vegas a little bit. Um, so uh, in the next episode, I will be talking about, most likely the next episode will be Survivor. Um, but if you skip the Survivor episodes, that'll be my Survivor episode for last week. Um, but if you skip those, um, I, I won't talk about uh, the Las Vegas, like the ending of this trip until, um, 
you know, the Wednesday episodes, this Wednesday's episodes, uh, AEW and NXT. So stay tuned for all of those. Um, let me know what you thought about Monday Night Raw um, this week and all other weeks by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the, multi- all of the infinite multiverses, and that includes driving like a non-idiot. Um, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye!